Alright, welcome back to Holdout. My name is Lee Romney Rose. It is a beautiful sunny Sunday here in Tokyo, Japan. I am standing and soon to be sitting in front of the National Archives of Japan, which is currently running an exhibition on the return of the Ryukyu Island chain, better known as Okinawa, to Japanese administration under the Nixon cabinet. Sorry, had to avoid redundancy there. Don't like to use the same word twice, even if it is under slightly different definitions or contexts. Anyway, <coughs> and hopefully you guys can hear me decently. I'm wearing an orange t-shirt that says the 6th All Japan Stray Cat Tailing Championship in India. It features a slightly reductive image of a snake charmer. Charming as a snake charmer would. There's that redundancy we tried to avoid. A cat out of a wicker basket and the back is covered in strange puns and kanji. I'm trying to give you a little bit of context. Besides my individual self and my immediate surroundings, this rather dull building, which I think is technically open. It is not simply sunny. It is a beautiful blue sky day with massive white fluffy clouds that seem just on the cusp of becoming heifers for heavy rain as it is the rainy season and this is a welcome respite from the chucking down and drizzling and general slop from the sky <coughs> and between me and the canopy there is just an absolute complete representation of the spectrum of the color green and quite a few warm colors trimming this range. It's springtime going into summertime and the plant life is alive. It's verdant. It's the kind of day that makes you want to take a deep breath, smile wide, take a big old stretch, smile at a kid, smile at a dog, you know? Be grateful for other people's joy, no matter what your gloomiest days tell you you don't have, you know? You know how a cold fall or winter evening will leave you spiteful or saddened at the sight of another couple? But days like these, the spring, summer, sweet with the just mass of life on all sensory levels, indescribable, only in the way that you benefit more from experiencing it than by describing it. But it stays like these. They make you happy to see other people happy. Anyway, part of the reason I'm going on this big, long, positive tangent 
is that I am trying to quit smoking and trying to reduce my caffeine intake. And it is wildly unpleasant. Uh, nobody's, nobody's really joking about that whole chemical withdrawal thing. You know, I've been through similar stuff. I used to be, what, 320, about 155 kilograms, and I dropped down to, I think my lowest weight was maybe 80, 85 kilograms, so a little under 200 pounds, 190, something like that. So I've, I've had drastic physical and chemical and lifestyle changes before. I've gone from being a lethargic, chronic masturbator to an active, partially voluntarily celibate, you know, human being who doesn't waste their lives in artifice and facsimile. It is facsimile, not facsimile, is it? Hmm. I really hope I didn't mispronounce that one. Anyway. Facsimile, facsimile, facsimile. It's got to be facsimile. Yeah, and it's artifice. Anyway. Got to work on your vocabulary, especially when you're living in a country that kind of refuses to uh, to engage you on that front, or it does so in the laziest way possible. My first way of stating that was incorrect, I think. People do try to engage you in English, but in this strange, reductive, condescending way. I don't know. That's not worth getting into. What I'm talking about right now is chemical withdrawal. And it was brutal. First two days, I went from maybe two packs, so I, I smoke these, these ten pack, ten soft pack, I guess sliding hard pack, ten per, ten per pack cigarettes that are about, I have one in my bag here partly because I want it to be a willpower and <clears throat> telling myself later, not never, rather than, you know, just torturing myself. The pack says 28 milligrams of tar, 2.3 milligrams of nicotine. I've been smoking since I was about 15, uh, consistently over the last four years, so since I got to Tokyo and now I'm in my senior year. And, uh, yeah, it's a weird thing. I, I, like, it was just, the change was precipitated by looking in the mirror and seeing a little soreness of the gums a little bit too long in the tooth for my own liking. And I decided, well, you need all your teeth for a lot of reasons. And, you know, and then I gradually sort of slip into the the rationale that I'm sort of, or at least I feel I'm famous for. I think it's something that I'm very critical of, or at least my friends are familiar with, you know. If I smoke less, I'll enjoy it more. If I smoke less, I'll smell better. I'll probably have a healthier appetite, which is, of course, the polar opposite of the reason I, I started smoking so much over the last maybe year or two, which was the period when I was losing a lot of weight. It's a nice appetite suppressant. It's something to do with your mouth and hands, especially when you have a compulsion to eat like I used to. So. Which is to say, I have a way of rationalizing my decisions and my lifestyle changes. And I mean, ideally, 
I'm not lying to myself, especially if I'm aware enough of this to put it down. And even if I am lying to myself or deceiving myself, it's towards a positive end because everybody knows smoking is bad for you. Smoking is terrible for you, almost irreversible damage to the soft pink tissue of your lungs. Just a wet sack of Kleenex paper mache with capillaries loaded with black soot. Tiny fragments of combusted leaves. Yeah. Anyway, it sucks. First two days, splitting headaches. You know, I'm at a point in my life where at least I can't just sort of let that out. Nothing is more infuriating and off-putting than somebody who can't control their own issues or frustrations. Not to say that I'm not guilty of that, but I think in a case like this, when I'm walking through the day with a splitting headache, going through my classes, seeing people on campus, and you know, spending an evening with some people, especially ones I don't know very well, I think it would be, at least objectively, the right thing to do to not sincerely bemoan the state of your physical being. Yeah. If your brain hurts, doesn't mean you have to project that onto everyone. And of course, limit how much you talk about it. <clears throat> Both for the sake of quitting and for sort of aforementioned social grace. You know, you don't fish for sympathy and you don't confirm this idea that you've already succeeded. Because you really haven't. I mean, I tell my friends that I'm trying to quit or, uh, you know, let them know that I might be a little bit off. That's a tricky one. I say don't talk about the things you're trying to quit or the changes you're trying to make or what you're trying to achieve until you've done them or they're underway or they're, you know, over with. That can be tricky when you're sort of socially all over the place in constant communication with lots of people. Well, yeah, so trying not to do the ugly thing, trying to express what's going on and then actually get through it and just smoke less. I've been permitting myself to have one with coffee and maybe one in the afternoon. I got to three a few days ago and then last night I was thankfully prevented from my evening partake, partaking, partaking. Partition? I wonder if you could use partition that way. Evening indulgence would be a much better way of phrasing that. But I was prevented from taking my third indulgence of the day in the evening, so I'm down to about two. And I had mine with coffee, and I've gone for a long walk. Woke up at about, I don't know, 
6.30? I was up at 3 or something. But yeah. The, uh... The point is you should quit, or at least reduce whatever you're doing. Because you should be able to think about it. You should be able to enjoy it for itself, not do it compulsively. You know, there's a million people out there who compulsively masturbate, compulsively smoke, compulsively drink, compulsively take amphetamines and... and... what do you call those? Oxycontin. What is that? Opioid. Amphetamines and opioids and all these different things that people come to depend on to maintain their state of mind. And uh, it'll definitely suck if you haven't thought about it. You should think about it. And uh, maybe document it a little bit. Especially if, like me, you woke up at 5 a.m. with a blinding, delirium-inducing headache and then passed out on your floor. And then woke up again at 8 and felt sort of okay. I don't know. Not exactly like heroin withdrawal, but... Yeah. That's just what I'm thinking about. It's a lovely day. Trying to clean up a little bit. Trying to be good for myself, but... Good for other people as well. In the way I've become good for myself. And... The good self that I try to achieve. You know, no man is an island. And you can't ask for whom the bell tolls. Anyway, this has been Holdout. My name is Lee Romney Rose from the National Archives of Japan. On a beautiful blue sky Sunday. Yeah. Ease up on whatever you're taking. And remember, I love you. <laughs>